I can't believe you downloaded another one. <laughs> you just keep coming back. It says something about you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being with us this week. When you regret moving in with your girlfriend, there is only one thing to do, and that is to get the expert advice from our relationship expert, Geneva Dickey of Book of Love Canada. I think he just needs to tell her to calm down. Um, Yeah, that'll go over so well. (laughs) Yeah. Or when your house guests decide to shower together very publicly, (laughs) we have our own opinions. But maybe they're not. Maybe they just need to wash each other's backs. We do not have an opinion about this. This is a fact. I saw a ghost car. Prove that. Yes. That's not true. Also a fact, one of the world's best new hotels is here in Halifax. It's such a a wonderful thing to to see uh, a piece of Halifax uh, recognized globally. And all of this is brought to you by your favorite low IQ hosts. Who sound like losers. Who writes that crap? Thanks for listening. Rob. <laughs> hey, we're the You're listening to Melody and Foreman on Hot Country 103.5. You're listening to them. We're not. My friend got some awful news. Um, she's only 35. She's a young mom. She's actually one of my best friends. Uh, she has bone marrow cancer and... Um, she only matched with one person in Canada and she was scheduled to get her bone marrow transplant in a few weeks and her donor fell through for health reasons that we're not sure of. Um, so we are urgently asking everyone between the, between the ages of 17 to 35 if they could actually log on to the website to receive the bone marrow kit. It takes seconds, but... Um, when she was first diagnosed, she was only given one to two years to live, and we are approaching the one-year mark. So I am doing everything I can to try and get as many people as possible to try and get those kits to get tested. It really only takes a few minutes. What do you do, and how does the kit work? It took me, I think, a week and a half to receive it in the mail. When I got it, I did it last night. It was four swabs. You just had to brush your cheeks. And they give you everything to send it back to them. Like, it's already a pre-stamped envelope. And that process only took me about three minutes. Wow, that's that's incredibly easy. Yeah, and you can actually, once you're in the donor bank, you can be a donor up until age 60. Uh, but you can save someone's life. Like, it's a very easy process. I wasn't aware that we were in need so much of bone marrow donors. It's very rare that someone her age had bone marrow cancer, but she actually, this is her second time with cancer. She had um, thyroid cancer a few years ago, and she found out she actually has the cancer gene, but she is the strongest person I know, and she's going to beat every single obstacle that comes her way. Oh, my goodness. I can't, I can't even imagine what she's going through. Anyone that has met her, like, just, she's just an awesome person. She, she doesn't deserve this whatsoever, but... She has three young kids. She's a hairstylist. She's a wife, a best friend to lots of girls. Like, we need her to get better. We don't have a lot of time. That's just so... And to have, like, your, you know, get your hopes up that, yep, found a match. It was awful. Yeah. But the good news is we know someone in the hospital testing all the stem cells um, kits, and she's like, this is the most kits we've ever received before. Oh, wow. Here? Yeah, here. So... We're really trying to get the word out. 
Okay, thank you. Well, I'm just reading now, too, at blood.ca, less than 25% of patients find a match within their family. So you really do rely on the kindness of anyone else being in this registry. Yeah, Yeah. we know there's a lot of, a little girl from New Brunswick passed away last year because of this. There's, it's not talked about enough. I wasn't aware of it until obviously it hit close to home, but we don't, we don't need all our bone marrow in us. We can donate it and save someone's life. Yep. Thank you, Stacy. Uh, Stacy, on behalf of Danielle, you just go to blood.ca slash stem cells. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca. One of us is currently selling their home. You are. You just listed it. it the listing's up. It's since just Saturday. freshly up since Saturday. It was Saturday morning that it went up on Viewpoint, and then like Saturday night that it went up on all the other ones. I don't know why it works that way, but it mm-hmm. does work that way. And so we've already had listings, and we have. I mean, this house is spotlessly, meticulously organized. Like we worked ourselves to the bone to get it organized, which is not an easy feat when you have a three and a half year old child and a man child. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) She has a lot of toys as it turns out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it took a really long time and it's, it's, it's fine because so far it's only been a couple days. All we've had to do each day is, you know, you have to make the beds again yeah, and you got to clean all the surfaces again and do a fresh vacuum again. And that's pretty much it. But if this goes on, once Tom's mother leaves, <laughs> then we're screwed. Right. Yes, that's fun, too, showing your house while you have visitors. Who also has a dog. Oh, no. I know, I know. But we they didn't know because we didn't know we were going to be buying this house. It was while they were en route that we went to go see this house and bought this house that we ended up buying. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought their dog because wow. it certainly has well, made things a little harder. Yeah, there's hair. There's some hair, but not not after we vacuum. Aha! <laughs> it's really, I mean, you're listening nice. It's, it's very well done. Obviously, uh, you, and dare I say, you guys especially have clearly done a lot of work. <laughs> what are you getting at? No, I just mean it's the pictures are really, really good. Oh, I know. It, it looks great. I mean, it's a beautiful house. You should buy the house. <laughs> Especially because there's, there's a, a similar one down the street that's been up for sale for longer, and yeah, it doesn't and look it's good. also more expensive, and it has less. Yes, it does. Uh, but it, it, I don't know what you're trying to subtly imply here that that you're surprised that we have such great taste. No. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say no because you do. We handpicked all the things, every light, every surface, and we handpicked that house. That was a custom house. Yeah, just like flooring and, and paint color and the all backsplash me. and yeah, the really, really well done. I got style. Believe it. I might wear sweats to work every day and never brush my teeth or hair, but I got style. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and you can tell that obviously Lily has some toys. Like you can't, all, you can't hide that there's a child in the house right now. Yes, but it's all tidied up. It's super tidied up. Yes, yeah, but the, yes, the entire basement is dedicated to Lily's toys. Yes. So where's all your stuff? <laughs> I. What stuff? This is my the, my biggest takeaway from looking at your listing yeah. is beautiful home. Yes. Sure, there's toys. I mean, obviously, you know, a family, it's made for a family anyway. A family with children with toys is going to move in there anyway. Mm -hmm. 
but where is all your stuff, and why is there suspiciously no picture of the inside of the garage? <laughs> did, well, did Foreman just nail it, or did he not? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So the entire basement is uh, Lily's toys, uh-huh. and half of the garage is Tom's toys. <laughs> And half of the other part of the garage is Tom's toys, and and I just have none. (laughs) What would you do if you invite friends over, and then they very publicly get up to go have a shower in your home together? Well, you are just around the corner sitting on the couch. We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 1035. What would you do with Melody and Foreman? What would you do with Melody and Foreman? What would you do with Melody and Foreman? What would you do? My husband's friend came over to our house with his girlfriend. Since both of them ended up drinking, not drunk, but probably enough to go over the legal limit, they stayed the night at our place. The friend decided to go in for a shower, and after running the water, he called his girlfriend, who followed in and showered with him. Both my husband and I were in the living room next to the girlfriend when this happened. I find this bizarre and rude. Me too! (laughs) Whatever they decide to do in the guest bedroom is not my business, but I didn't need to know they were going to shower together. No! My husband thinks I'm overreacting and says it's not a big deal. Who's right, me or my husband? I find it weird if this is the morning after the unexpected sleepover. That's weird enough. If this is happening during the evening, that makes it that much worse. And my take from this is that it's happening during the evening. Like, he just left their little soiree uh, to go have a shower, called her in. She got up from the couch, went in, left the other couple there. And it's weird. And Jessica does agree with us. Uh, she seems to be one of the only ones. She said, uh, the shower thing, completely unacceptable. It's just plain rude and creates awkwardness between the couples that doesn't need to be there. Yes. And then we have uh, messages from like Amanda who says, they did you a favor and weren't conserving your water. And, and Kyler, who said, if I'm being honest, if my guests hopped in the shower while I was home, I would probably hop in with them. So we just have some very easygoing uh, listeners, I suppose. Holly, thank you for the message. Showering together is a very intimate experience. Everyone should experience with their mate. I would have used that time to go rendezvous ourselves. But 902-425-1035 is the number to call or text with what you think. And is this is this Zena? Good morning, you lovely people. Zena! Long but worth it. (laughs) What do you think, Cena? If they had kids and there's kids present in that house, then no, my guests should not be showering together. But if it's all adults and you're there drinking and everything, and maybe they always shower before they go to bed. Maybe, but you wouldn't find it weird. Just imagine you're sitting in your living room. Let's say the bathroom is kind of just off the living room, uh, like it is in Uh. most houses. You're just sitting there, and you know they're in the shower together, and and you you know they're doing something. But maybe they're not. Maybe they just need to wash each other's backs. But like you didn't even plan to stay there. You don't. You know, if this is next morning, my mind is thinking like 
Go home, get out, <laughs> and do that at your own house. But if this is like during the night while you're hanging out with the host, the the homeowners, who just leaves a hangout impromptu, have a few drinks, play some card session, just to go have a shower? No, don't get, don't go have a shower at my house. What are you doing? But, but was it ending near the end of the night? Why are you doing that at all? Even if you're by yourself, if that's even worse. Like this what? is a you Wait. didn't plan to stay over. You had a few drinks at a friend's house. This is where you like sleep in your clothes on a couch kind of situation. Not make yourself at home and have a shower. And oh, come in here, sweetheart. You and have let's... an issue with the, just the shower in all general? Of it. Yes. Yeah, he has a whole problem with the whole shower. Yes. And then you're putting me on your dirty clothes again? Now you're just being foreman. No, you're this being is such a, a foreman. Teresa has sent us a message and said the same thing. Why would they shower and put their dirty clothes back on? They should have just left and went home. That's worse than the whole having shower together. And then what do you do? They're like, guys, I'm done shuffling. <laughs> Ready for the next hand of euchre. <laughs> Come on, Commercial's out. over. <laughs> no, you know what you do? You go and flush all the toilets so that the water just a nice jolt of cold. Mm, Turn then, on the kitchen tap. Yeah. Then I get to hear no more noise coming from my bathroom. <laughs> but at least you know why they're screaming. <laughs> How could we ignore? Because all the news media sure couldn't ignore the circus in New York. <laughs> You couldn't ignore it even if you wanted to. No, like, oh, great, a plane is flying. <laughs> oh, good, an empty street with security guards. Everyone thought there was going to be something big that happened. And there just wasn't really, other than the former president of the United States was arraigned and brought into court to face 34 charges, including felonies. Oh, oh. The charge is falsifying business records. Uh, the charge requires, as I, as I uh, specified, uh, criminal conduct that was concealed. Uh, one of the concealed crimes we allege is New York State election law. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claimed to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies and they made yet more false statements. And then he flew back to Florida and gave a speech anyway. And I never thought anything like this <laughs> could happen in America, never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Oh. <sighs> and the next date in this trial is until December. We are dragging this on, let alone who knows what's going to happen with other possible indictments in other jurisdictions for other possible crimes. There's going to be so many rallies. <sighs> and the phone is ringing, of course. <laughs> Who's this? Good morning, it's Andrea. Andrea! <laughs> it's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. And she is on the phone. <laughs> I'm just calling to say that I really enjoy your guys' banter this morning. Oh. <laughs> Especially when you two are on the opposite sides. <laughs> And it just gives so much entertainment and life to your show that before listening to your show, I was never a radio call in person. You wouldn't catch me dead doing that because it terrified me. <laughs> and now you have a theme song. <laughs> apparently, I have a theme song. So you guys have apparently woken up that type of person in me. Wow. Uh, because of your 
humor and entertainment, and I just love your show. Oh, my God, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. We we, we really needed that because uh, we got a text this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. From Rob in Hammond's Plains who says, Yeah, I'll make sure not to listen when <gasps> talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. Our leader is a POS criminal, yet you attack Trump who stands with the people. Your low IQ hosts are a joke. He also <gasps> said we sound like losers. Oh my God. That is. Who writes that crap? <laughs> Someone who's definitely still listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trump. Who's this? Hey, how's it going? <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty! He's got a rocking little buddy! I had to call about, about Rob from Hammond's Plains. Yes, God. please. That is theme song envy, if I've ever heard it before. It's like, true. Give Rob a theme song. He needs, you know, he needs something. I don't know what it is, but he clearly listens. Well. But really, he doesn't listen closely because, like, there's nothing better than, I think, I think Melody is the only host in the morning who actually gets really passionate about the news and about current events and stuff. Like, I, I bring popcorn with me in the car. <laughs> just, from when she, just from when I hear her say, and another thing, I'm like, oh, here she goes. And I just sit back and wait. So it's, so it's good. You are right on almost all things, except that it is not news or current events I care about at all. It is celebrity gossip. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. Although I'm looking up to see if there's a karaoke version of that. Donald Trump and the January 6th choir song. Oh. So <laughs> Rob might appreciate that. Maybe. There you go. See? And that just proves that you guys care. Even about, even about the haters. We kid because we love. That's right. This is that song. Oh, no. It gets better. Just how far can we push the line? <laughs> ah. This far. Rob is texting. Rob is texting. <laughs> <laughs> Look how accommodating we are. <laughs> We're in so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Off to the boss's office. <laughs> yeah. Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Last week, rumors were swirling that Reese Witherspoon and Tom Brady were dating. Right. Yeah, and it made sense. They have a ton in common. They are both recently divorced. Reese is a huge football fan. Tom Brady is a huge Tom Brady fan. <laughs> but alas, both of their reps denied it. So Tom's just going to have to continue inflating his footballs all on his own. <laughs> That's the best news since we the rumored stand-up career of Tom Brady. <laughs> and speaking of needing a hand, Olivia Wilde claims Jason Sudeikis never paid her any child support, even though he earns a lot more than her. Really? Yeah. She's taken it to court. She's requesting that they order him to pay child support, and she wants him to contribute to her attorney and accountant fees because she's burning through money as mm -hmm. a result of his, quote, unnecessary and aggressive conduct. She also wants 500000 retroactively for the child support she never got. And I don't mean to pile on because I'm sure that Olivia is a very lovely person, but it has come to my attention that she does spend 107000 a month on laundry, mortgage, and utilities, 
Her laundry bill alone is $4,000 a month. What? And like Ted Lasso would say, if that's a joke, I love it. If not, can't wait to unpack that with you later. <laughs> I mean, I too prefer to dry clean my panties daily, but... <laughs> Anywho, their whole divorce dynamic continues to be a super healthy and positive example for their kiddos. And it's so public. At least Reese Witherspoon and her husband, whose name I don't recall, no. and it doesn't matter. No. That's part of my point is that <laughs> they put out one statement that they're amicably splitting and respect their privacy for the sake of our children. Yep. Great. And I Do mean, it that way. Again, not to pile on, <laughs> but I will say that. All of the attention is coming from Olivia's side. Mm -hmm. Jason's been pretty quiet. Yes, he has. <laughs> Anywho, it is all about the kiddos. Unless you are one of the parents upset that Disney is ruining your childhood, in case, in which case, it's all about you. <laughs> First, people were upset that Ariel in the new live-action Disney movie was not white, because people have a lot of opinions about how a completely fictional, realistically <laughs> impossible being should look like. Obviously. Now, people are mad that the composer and lyricists are changing some of the lyrics to be a little less misogynistic. How dare they? I know. For example, in Kiss the Girl. Possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her. Oh, yeah. It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss it. Well, no, it takes. There is only one way to yes, ask her. There's a thing called consent. It's words. So some lyrics were changed because, you know, people have noticed that that does not really consent friendly, right? Maybe it works for crabs, Sebastian, <laughs> but. Or in poor unfortunate souls, they wanted to get rid of the idea that some girls should be seen and not heard. The men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore. Yes, on land it's much preferred for ladies not to say a word, and after all, dear, what is idle prattle for? Oh. Come on, then, not all that impressed with conversation. Oh my, and that just know, keeps going. <laughs> she is trying to manipulate Ariel, but, yes. but still, it's not a good message. But of course, people who grew up with the original are mad that the PC police are taking it too far, which is fascinating because guess what? You are not the movie's audience, your kids are, and times are different for them than they were in 1989 for you. And I still don't understand why people make such a huge deal about the way a mermaid looks and the words a crab sings. When that is the least of our worries when it comes to this movie, how about the fact that a 16-year-old is having an identity crisis in her patriarchal mer society and she decides she loves the guy she saw for a couple minutes so much that she's willing to give up her entire life for him and within three days they're married? How about the fact that the whole premise of the story is that an ambitious young woman is brainwashed into selling her identity just for the validation of a total stranger who only likes her for the way she looks. No, we got no problem with that. Just what a crab and a squid sing. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> One particular downtown hotel, which was named by Afar magazine. Ah, like near and afar. Like Jafar in nope, Aladdin. Not, not at all. But. It, it was named <laughs> as one of the best new hotels in the world. That's huge. Good morning, your hotel front desk. Tajay speaking. How may I assist? Good, Good morning. morning. Well, what's your name? Sorry. Tajay. Tajay, good morning. It's yeah. uh, Melody and Foreman calling from the radio station, Hot Country 103.5. Uh, across, you could almost see us across the harbor in Dartmouth. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Not as nice as where you are right now in the lobby of the Muir. Yes. 
Your hotel offers stunning harbor views, and we were just reading about how you've been ranked now one of the top new hotels in the world. Yes, isn't in it lovely? Um, it's such a, a wonderful thing to to see uh, a piece of Halifax uh, recognized globally. Like in the world, we're talking. It's alongside hotels in Tanz- Tanzania, Indonesia, New Zealand, Italy, like British Columbia. Well, <laughs> but you know, you usually hear, "Oh, we're we're the top in Canada." Yeah, Not in the world. Wow. Right. <laughs> Have you worked there a while? Yes, I've been here for almost a year. The summer will make a full year. Okay, and do you think like is uh, what reasons would stand out to you that why this would be one of the best hotels in the world? Definitely the service. Uh, our staff is uh, second to none. Uh, we are very much guest-focused and very much personalizing every aspect of your stay here. And that's what's most important to us, our guests uh, from the lobby, uh, actually before the lobby, from the drive. Our valet team, amazing. Our front desk team, Amazing. Our housekeeping team, in-room dining team, everyone, management is top tier. Amazing. I would say that you're biased, except for (laughs) the fact that I did stay there. (laughs) I stayed there uh, last summer. And I, I remember as soon as we got out of our car for the valet to take our car, he complimented my coat. And yeah. do you remember that? I felt so special. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, well, thank you so much. And I walked in and, and we got into our room. And then I turned around and I saw that my coat actually had a huge stain on the back of it. <laughs> but, but he still made me feel like I belonged there even though I looked the way I did. Well, no, wait a oh, minute. No. I'm sure you're I'm sure your stain wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I don't know. It sounds like your staff are just a bunch of serial no. liars. Oh. <laughs> You'll tell no. us anything we want to hear. I felt so special and I think he they even gave us some like water bottles for our car. I just felt so special staying there. I will say that. I felt so special. I'm going to keep saying that until I get a comped night again because <laughs> <laughs> because I I couldn't afford to stay again. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it was a really special stay. Well, I'm glad that we, we, we can make that impact there for you. And we, we try to make uh, every guest have a, a special uh, experience with us, uh, very personalized and very much exposing everyone to luxury because everyone deserves it. Yeah. And you keep adding more and more uh, things in the in the whole complex with the spa and more restaurants. And it's, it's a really, the whole district, I guess you could say, is really nice. Yes, the Queen's Park District is growing, growing, growing every day. There's always a new restaurant, a new experience to, to have here. Um, it's, it's really a special, a special property, a special uh, piece of Halifax, and um, we're just so glad that everyone's enjoying it and everyone's uh, coming out and, and spending time with us here at Muir. When we went and we stayed for uh, two nights at the Muir, uh, and we definitely had some special gummies, a little too many. So, you know, that elevated you're, our... You're out downtown without that, children. Exactly. Yeah. For the first time in three years, yeah. that elevated our, our lovely experience with that huge tub that you had. And you, you yes. had those lovely, like, salts that you could put in, and it was so good. And then we went to Bar Sophia, and it just, the whole thing made us feel like we weren't here. Not that there's anything wrong with being here, but when you <laughs> right. go on vacation, you want to feel like you are so 
somewhere else. Yeah. And you get that yeah. experience there at the Muir, at the Queen's Mark. It's just, ah. It's just we're not yeah, in Dartmouth it's anymore. It's a place for a vacation. <laughs> yes. In Halifax, yeah. you can feel a little bit away, like you said. And the staff <laughs> is so accommodating, they didn't kick Melody out in that condition. <laughs> Well, sorry. Thank you for uh, for chatting with. Us. I know we just uh, called you out of the blue. It's like seven a.m. and you're having to speak on behalf of the of management oh, of the whole hotel. But oh, no problem at all. And and speaking of management, our management team is amazing. Our general manager, uh, Miss Eugenie Jason, is uh, definitely world class, top tier. So we all follow suit after her. So oh. um, it's great to be a part of this business and um, an armor group. And we're just. Very glad to give everyone the best experience here. Wow. Someone deserves a bonus. Yeah, you are a much better <laughs> yeah. employee than we are. And if we <laughs> and if we all want to talk like your management is listening, I would love to experience the mirror <laughs> and say more kind things about my stay. <laughs> Well, I'd love to give you um, get you in contact with our lovely sales team and and um, guys can have a nice chat and, and discuss you possibly staying here. Wow, this could not have worked out better. Yes. <laughs> so never mind my stupid radio nickname yeah. is Foreman. My name is Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking moving in with my girlfriend. Oh, that's a tough one. And it's something we can uh, shoot over to Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada. She's Nova Scotia's only matchmaker and our dating and relationship expert who's here every Wednesday. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, cause it's time for Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva, my girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years, and earlier this year, we moved in together. Now, I am having major regrets about taking this step too soon. Before, she would sometimes get jealous when she thought I was out with other people and there were girls in our group. But now, she's giving me a hard time anytime she doesn't know exactly where I am and when I'll be home. Before, when we would argue, I could retreat to my house and things would be better when we saw each other. But now I have nowhere to go. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells all the time and I just want to run away. But we've signed a lease together and are stuck for another 10 months at least. Mm. What should I do? Is there any fixing this situation? Sounds like you moved in with your mom. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It sounds like a reasonable situation where the person that you're sharing your life with should know where you are and what you're doing. Okay, so first and foremost, her jealousy is hers to fix. So... This gentleman's not going to be able to fix his girlfriend's jealousy, but there are things that he can do to improve the situation. Also, there's an, there's an aspect here of moving into a different phase of relationship. Mm-hmm. I remember when me and my partner started moved in together, um, he was the same. It was very much, you know, where are you going? Where are you going to be home? Uh, what are you up to today? Things like that. 
I have been so independent doing my own thing for so long that I found that very jarring. But then I realized this is just where the relationship has moved into, and this is the sign of a healthy relationship. It's not out of control. It's out of, you know, him planning dinner or what have you, right? So I have started sharing a lot of those details that made me feel very uncomfortable at the very beginning, but now I just see it's just a part of the beautiful relationship. This one's a little bit more extended in the fact that she has jealousy from the past. First of all, when we are with a partner and we feel jealousy, we need to address that from the very beginning. Um, And we need to monitor our responses. We need to have deep conversations as to where that jealousy has originated from. And we need to be able to, if we decide to continue on with that partner, hold space for that jealousy. Now, he has decided, because he's two years in, that he's going to keep going with it. So he needs to be able to be respectful of that and communicate where he's at and make her feel better and communicate how she's feeling about jealousy and be more caring and touching and, and, you know, making her feel like I'm committed to this relationship a little bit more words of affirmation than he would typically do. But if he just ignores it and he gets annoyed and doesn't hold space for that, it's only going to get worse. Oh, well, who, who's this? Hi, it's uh, Scotty Collins. Scotty! Scotty! <laughs> it's Scotty! I think he just needs to tell her to calm down. <clears throat> yeah, that'll go over so well. <laughs> yeah, like clearly she's overreacting, and um, you should say that part too. <laughs> yeah. He should also tell her no. just relax. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I could probably come up with some really annoying things to say, but I found even when I was growing up as a kid, it was keeping people who care about you posted on what you're doing and where you are is just kind of a sign of respect. Yes. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it helps because sometimes you end up in the ditch and then they know where you are. And yeah, then they so, can come you know, and get you. Within a kilometer or so. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. I used to have a I used to go bicycling all the time and I had a friend of mine who would go uh no, I was going to say waterboarding, but that's not what that is. Wait, paddleboarding. Paddleboarding, yes. Paddleboarding, but she never told anybody where she was and when she was going. I said, I need you to check in with me so I know you're not dead. So it's just kind of like that, right? Like, if she's got issues and she's been with her for two years, I shouldn't say issues, but it, uh, if she's got um, it's an issue. jealousy stuff going on, yeah. uh, then respect that too. There's nothing wrong with being a jealous person. I, I mean, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're jealous, whatever. So? Go on, Melody. <laughs> I, I, I am a jealous person. My husband's a jealous person. And you just, you know who the person is that you're with. And you, like like you said and like Geneva said, you accommodate that. I mean, it's who they are. Mm-hmm. Funny you, you say that, Melody, because me and my partner have zero jealousy. Ooh. And that's, that's great, too. Yeah, he's never been jealous, and I I do a job that's very jealous-inducing. Yeah, if you're if you're then going to respond to that with hiding things or being yes. defensive or whatever, well then yeah, I'm gonna think that you're hiding something, and I'm gonna start looking at your text messages and going in your emails and oh, going boy. fatal attraction on you. Just keep your bunnies away from me, okay? <laughs> It's going to happen. But you know what's interesting is since I moved in, he has his parents on like this. He always knows where they're at. Mm-hmm. And this little app where he's like, oh, where's mom? Oh, she's at the mall. But whatever. Mm-hmm. She can always tell where his parents are at. He really, really badly wants me on that app. 
but I am so holding true to my little independent soul being like, no, not until the baby comes will you ever have us on that app. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm holding on with her dear life just to not have that, but I I see where he's coming from because he cares. Like, that's why he's always keeping an eye on his parents because he cares. He wants to make sure that they're safe. Like, it really comes from a beautiful spot, but I'm still holding true. And this this baby coming. Congratulations, by the way. Yes, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. We're so excited. Yes. Um, how many days is he counting down until he adds you on that app? <laughs> <laughs> He's counting down six more months. Okay. <laughs> and then there's going to be a little J on that app and maybe like a little mini bubble. That's the baby. Oh. <laughs> Keep it going. Call Melody Informant now at 902-425-1035. BC family returns home from vacation to find a goat has moved in. It's like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> but way worse. <laughs> We're so, Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. So smelly. <laughs> so much worse. And it's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we cannot make up, but we can round up. Like a movie script, Brookside, Nova Scotia, truck owner jumps into back of moving vehicle as thieves steal it. Wow. <laughs> and to paint a real picture of how different uh, Canadians and Americans are, after tracking vehicle with AirTag, Texas man shoots truck thief. Ah, I see. Whereas in Canada, they probably said, oh, sorry. Sorry, bud. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, bud. Here you go. Sorry about these handcuffs, <laughs> bud. Still in Texas, Texas man claims a mischievous child ghost pushed a shopping cart into his car, causing a dent. I saw that and I believe it. Maryland man. (laughs) No comment. Maryland man facing years in prison after calling ex-girlfriend over 800 times in two days. Get a hobby. South Carolina woman who thought she had kidney stones ends up delivering a baby. Oh, no. But hey, great. It wasn't kidney stones. It's just something that's going to depend on you for the next 30 years. At least there's diapers in that Walmart you're in. (laughs) I don't know if she was in a Walmart. (laughs) Moving on. Ontario real estate agents fired over you could do worse ad campaign. I think it's hilarious. I might want to hire those guys. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like our motto for our show. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Movie review. It's a me. Disappointment. Flush the Super Mario Brothers movie down a toilet even the plumbers can't fix. Oh, and it too opens, bad. It opens tomorrow. It looks so promising. <laughs> Minnesota man hands officer get out of jail free card during traffic stop. Okay, that's funny. In related news, late night game of Monopoly ends with samurai sword fight in Brussels. It would in anyone's home if they had those swords too. <laughs> we can't make these headlines up. We're only rounding them up like patient stole a new New York City ambulance and took it for a joyride. What? No! Uh, in related news, man caught driving stolen forklift through downtown Portland, chasing people and laughing maniacally. Yelling, get forked! <laughs> Funny you should say that. Phoenix police looking for three people who stole 15 foot tall red spoon bolted to the ground outside a Dairy Queen. I just don't know how you'll find them. <laughs> It's not obvious at all. Florida man wields machete after karaoke request denied. Oh, no. And they don't know what song you wanted to sing. Oh, no. That's an article I did click on. 
I don't know. New Jersey fugitive caught in Florida with fake bend over license plate. Oh, move over, grabber. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maine jogger attacked by escaped cow. Owner could face charges. Oh, no. Oh, no. A few more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we can round up like chat GPT fools human into completing Are You a Robot Captcha for It? what most of the words that you just said were. You know when it's like, oh, which ones are the traffic lights? So you have to click oh. on a thing. Chat GPT fooled someone into doing that for it. Oh. 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 It's only the beginning, folks. <laughs> Cocaine cat. Escapes owner will now live at Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, <laughs> and finally, oh, update, Phoenix Man locates missing 15-foot-tall red Dairy Queen spoon oh, while playing Pokemon Go in a park. <laughs> Suspects still at large. <laughs> Normally, I would say, you know, don't participate in a money laundering operation. Yes. That's illegal. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was not a willing participant in it either until I realized that uh, yesterday, one of our fine uh, customer associates, uh, Frederick. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. He, uh, he bought me a coffee and I was doing what I always do. Mm-hmm. And pay that person back right away. Okay, you don't always do that. You only started doing that once you got called out on air <laughs> for never doing that because you went a whole year being like, oh, I'll pay for it. And then they say, oh, no, 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 I got it. And then you just let them get it and you never return the favor. Look, if it's from a boss or superior in any way, that's fair game. Don't pretend that you it was do. Always... You do not owe them back. No, you don't at all. No, you absolutely do not. <laughs> you never turn down a free coffee either. No, and I attempt to when I go over there if I have time. Because <laughs> there's a so Tim Hortons next door. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I will offer to get someone. I did get him a coffee last week, also. <laughs> but anyway, so I reached for. I knew. I knew I had money in my wallet, so <sighs> he was going, and I was gonna. You know what? Stop right there. I will give you money. I knew I had at least a five. Yeah. Turns out my wallet is empty. <laughs> but I knew it wasn't supposed to be empty. because I And I never have cash, but I happened to have been at a bank machine mm-hmm. the week before. And so I had... I had $85 in my wallet, mm-hmm. which I know Austin is less than you always make sure you carry. <laughs> but it's more than the nothing I carry in mine. So. Yeah, I, 99% of the time I carry nothing. Yeah, but I had 85 bucks. So now you, then you start racking your brain like, okay, where is my money? Mm-hmm. Mm, it must be in a pants pocket. Oh, no. Which is fine. Oh, no. But I put those pants in the laundry. Oh, no. But, you know, it's like our paper, plastic, polymer money. Like It's, it's waterproof, right? It f- should be fine. It's yeah. not gonna, It's not even. It's not going to melt in the dryer or anything. Well, is it? It did not. Oh, good. It survived. Wow. There it was at home. It had been laundered. It smelled great. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, um, I don't know, like the texture is a little bit off now. Oh. But it's fine. It's totally fine. Usable, actual money. Except instead of $85, it was only $45. (gasps) What happened to the other 40? My wife Ashley insists she has no idea where the other 40 is. (laughs) 
<laughs> she just happened to have a brand new purse. <laughs> hey guys, it's Austin. Austin. This is Austin. What can we do? What's the minimum amount of money you have to carry in your wallet at all times? I usually carry two hundred. Uh, I thought so. Wow. <laughs> terrify me to carry that amount right now. See, and with me, I'm not too worried because usually it's in my car. That's even worse. Also, Foreman, you're lucky you got any back. My family has a rule where if we find any money in the laundry when we're switching it, that's (laughs) our keep. Oh my gosh. (laughs) How lucrative has that been for you in the past? Uh, I've gotten probably close to 100 bucks over the years. Well, new rule in the uh, yeah. Mormon household. That, uh, well, apparently it's already in place, and I didn't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> I saw a ghost car. A ghost car. I legitimately saw a ghost car. Explain. <laughs> Ghost in what way? (laughs) Okay, so I'm driving along the Bedford Highway, as I do every single morning. Mm -hmm. There are no cars in front of me at all. And then all of a sudden, it's hard to judge distance when you're driving, but let's say like suddenly 20 feet in front of me, there is suddenly a car coming from the opposite direction. Towards you, sure. Yeah, and yeah. it's dark and there's headlights. and Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, I was like, whoa, I didn't see that car. And then I thought, okay, well, you're really tired. So maybe you just didn't, you know, you didn't notice. You're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And then when it passed me, I looked into my rear view mirror and there was no car behind me. <sighs> It was gone, Foreman. And it wasn't like a, it was definitely a car because I saw it go by. I heard it go the vroom by like a car. There was a car that went by and then there was no car there. It wasn't anything else. You're looking at me the way I knew you were going to look at me. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew what you would do. And I knew you're a, you're a non-believer of all things. You're a skeptic at heart. I'm just trying to find a logical answer. Like, maybe it's dark out, right? Mm-hmm. You saw the headlights coming towards you. Yes, there's a car. You heard the vroom, vroom. <laughs> beep, beep, chugga, chugga, big red car coming along. <laughs> and then maybe their taillights don't work. So when you look back, they just didn't have lights no, on. There was, it was, I could see the roads. There was nothing there. It wasn't nothing. like a dark car. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Was there two was tire empty. tracks on fire? <laughs> <laughs> was it going 88 miles an hour? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Anything's possible at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Did it fly up into the air? We're Harry, Ron, and Hermione in that car. I hate you. Good morning. Is it Lynn or is it Heaven? It's Heaven. Oh, my gosh, that's gorgeous. Okay. Your name is Heaven? <laughs> yes. Yep. Maybe you are a, a celestial being, and that is why you are with me on this celestial topic. Yes, exactly. Maybe that's it. <laughs> What's your theory then, Heaven? I guess my overall thinking is just, like, why not? There's so many things that we don't know, that we haven't discovered, that we haven't proven. And to me, like, I don't want to sound like someone that doesn't believe in science because people be like, oh, science proves that that's not possible. But I think 
there's a lot of things that even scientists don't know. I mean, scientifically, they have put it out there that that it is entirely possible there are alternate dimensions. And that's sort of where my mind goes with this, that maybe just for a moment, there was a uh, someone from another dimension in our dimension. Because I just don't understand how how it could be a ghost car otherwise. I believe in ghosts, but I don't think cars have an afterlife unless it's um, I think a junkyard. Like maybe if it's like attached to a ghost, that would be like the theory of the ghost car because like there can be things that's like, oh, well, I saw this and it was never really there. Yeah, because otherwise, how do ghosts uh, have clothes? Otherwise, they'd yeah. all be naked, right? Okay, I'm with you. Foreman is... <sighs> Doing everything he can not to laugh at us right now. Uh, any good scientist would say, you know, I don't. They don't know what they don't know. So I get that any of this could be possible until proven otherwise. But they have exactly. they have proven that it is entirely possible there are other dimensions, and they've proven it with with lights. With lights? Yes, I might be making that up, but I swear that I <laughs> recall hearing that from my father. <laughs> well, it's like Lori said, like the comment on your Facebook, she's actually my cousin, so that's how I saw it all come up. And oh. I'm like, nope, I know that we believe in a lot of similar things. So I'm like, nope, I'm with you, because even a gl- glitch in the Matrix, like she said, go look it up on Reddit. And like, of course, other people will say like, oh, Reddit's not a reliable source. But you just get to hear different stories from a huge range of different people that they all have similar experiences. So how is that like? prove that that's not true. What about what biology might prove and that your mind plays tricks on you, for lack of a more scientific term, but that's legitimately probably the case in 99.9% of all sightings of whatever. But maybe your mind is just tricking you into thinking it's not real because it will make you feel better and it will make you feel less like, but that's proving, my, that's proving the point where your mind is trying to make sense of what it doesn't know. So it makes it makes patterns. It makes you think you've seen a person, a oh, car, yeah. even though it's something completely different. It's not proving anything. The only thing it's proving is that foreman would be really boring at parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would certainly avoid this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Heaven. Yeah, thank you. Okay. No, no offense. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. Uh, we've been talking about you you moving, uh, me being a pack rat, you throwing everything away, your husband being a pack rat, yeah, seems, you throwing everything away. It seems the husbands tend to be the pack rats of the family. And I do have a theory that it's because they're less likely to be the ones doing the organizing and all of that stuff. And I'm not trying to be stereotypical here, but but I'm just saying that mm-hmm. when we were, we were getting our house ready to list, he was not doing all that stuff. I was, but he was the one that had to keep all the stuff. We had uh, in my uh, little circle of friends from from my youth. Yes. A uh, good guy. Uh, he was a roommate of mine for a couple of years. His last name is Nanny, and we all called him Knickknack Nanny because <laughs> he had so many knickknacks. What? Even like you know, in a house with roommates, you don't even own. You're obviously not going to live there forever. And he had so much stuff. Like knickknacks. What's a knickknack? Like a bobblehead, a mini uh. hockey stick, of all that ju- just complete junk. Oh god. But in in him being in a family, he had two other brothers were exactly the same, oh. and his father is exactly the same. Oh, their poor mom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and on the weekend, I was just confronted with the question from my wife, Ashley, of like, who, you don't still have your drum set, do you? I said, yeah, it's in the garage. <laughs> and why? You don't play them anymore. I might. I would like to. Our house does not is not set up in any way that would be conducive to drum set playing. No, and you have young children who need to sleep. I mean, it's not like you're uh, like a 18 year old guy playing in his parents' basement anymore. No, I, sometimes when it was okay, high school band, uh, we'd go out uh, a couple times. We took the whole band instead of being in the basement and put it on the porch. Ooh! So my parents had a horse farm, as we famously know. Yes. So there's open space, whatever. Uh, and so we would like to practice over and over again the same songs. <laughs> and we practiced that rock song called She Hates Me. <gasps> she hates me. Na, 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 na. That's the radio-friendly version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We all know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Over and over and over again. And my dad was so mad. In front of the horses, Foreman? These, the neighbors were literally closing their windows and complaining <laughs> to my father. It wasn't because of the swearing. <laughs> well, yes, it was part partially because of that. And partially because the, you guys sucked. We were so, so good. <laughs> but thank you. As uh, We talk about all that, and we're coming to you now, Courtney, so thank you for holding on. Um, you have an offer for me. Yeah, for free. Yeah. <laughs> what, can, you, can you repeat what that offer might be? That my husband would take your drum set off of you in a heartbeat. <laughs> but not he wouldn't pay you for them, and he would just relieve you of your burden of oh. having them. So I would help you with your wife and getting rid of the, dr- the drum set, so she would love you forever. So she's helping you. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established on the show that she is, quote, quite content. <laughs> yeah, I also heard that episode, and it was... Uh, that's not exactly what she said. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. There's no, there's no reason to make it any better. It's already as good as it can be. Us women have to stick together, you know. My dream, my passion, my um, enjoyment of my young adult life and my youth, you're taking it away from me for free at Your that. Your youth is long gone, Foreman. It's long gone. But I'm going to be one of these guys who are like 60 and back playing again. You and the band. Well, yes. How long has it been in your garage for? Uh, two years. We've been here two years. Two years. Yeah. How long was it in your garage before that? Right. Couple more years. And before that, <laughs> how long has it been since you touched them? Well, Harley's about to be ten, but less than that because she has played them. Yeah, that doesn't count. I mean, since you played them like you should play them, not since your child found them and said, "Daddy, what's this?" Like bang, bang. since I took them to a bar and got yes. paid to play because again, it's a hobby that pays me. <laughs> Or used yes. to. That so, so you haven't done in 10 years. Uh, probably at least 11 years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and never will again. Hey. <laughs> Until you're in your 60s and you and some other dads down the street are having a couple beers and decide, oh, you play this, you play that. Well, cool, let's get together and jam. And then you guys play at a couple, like dive bars and nobody goes and you post about it on Facebook and it's very sad. Yeah. Well, you've really figured this all out. <laughs> we had a big announcement earlier this week that a Canadian is going. Oh, oh sorry. That's wrong. Hanson. That's Hanson. 
No, it's Jeremy Hansen. All of our leadership working together under a vision to take step by step. And all of those have added up to this moment where a Canadian is going to the moon with our international partnership. And it is glorious. <laughs> Not just any Canadian. Like, uh, like the Canadian. I mean, I don't want to, like, diminish this very intelligent man into just his looks, but, like, he looks like they took Buzz Lightyear, the, not the cartoon, but the, like, new one. Yes. And put him into an actual person and, and put him in front of us. Jeremy Hansen could very much be, like, there's the Buzz Lightyear, the toy, and then they had Buzz Lightyear, the movie, which is what the toy was supposed yes. to be based he on. He could be that guy. But Buzz Lightyear, the movie, would have been based on Jeremy Hansen, the yes. actual human Canadian astronaut. And that shin with a dimple that's so as deep as a moon's crevasse. <laughs> He's one of four people that will orbit the moon next year before people land on the moon the year after so that we can learn how to live somewhere else so that astronauts can eventually live on Mars or at least visit Mars. So that we can abandon ship as in Earth. <laughs> yes, well, a certain percentage of us might be able to escape. Yeah, not Let's us. go with 1% of yeah. us. <laughs> But all these guys, they happen to be on a late night comedy show last night with Stephen Colbert. Jeremy, uh, elephant in the room, you're a Canadian. Um, <laughs> which is, and, and that's not why we made you sit at the end. <laughs> you're just the biggest guy out here. Uh, how, how did this happen for you? How did you end up at NASA? Well, there's, there's probably a couple of reasons. You could, you could pick whichever one you like. I, Buzz Lightyear. You know, if something goes wrong in this mission, then, then NASA can blame Canada. I think it's probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Canada will just say, sorry. <laughs> so we're all covered. It's a great insurance policy. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And he was asked to clarify some of the other burning questions you might have about living in space. I think the big one that astronauts, kind of like the secret handshake that astronauts pass down from one to the other because nobody on the ground can train it is uh, managing all the bodily functions because you get that wrong in space oh. and you don't have any more friends on board. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Now. That's true. But I don't think we can get into it here. Oh, no. no, get into it. I want to know. <laughs> right? I got to Google it now. <laughs> one more question was at hand for Jeremy. What about showering? How do you shower? You, you don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> you keep, how long are you guys up there? How long is the actual journey gonna Ten be? Days. Ten days. Same clothes? Probably. Wow, oh, that's not a big deal. That sounds like like my entire pregnancy. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, just be happy this partition's between us. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials. Or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.